on Friday, November 19th, 2021, a jury in Kenosha Circuit Court made up of seven women and five men unanimously found the defendant in the case, Kyle Rittenhouse, not guilty of several charges. Rittenhouse was 17 on August 25th, 2020, when he left his home in Antioch, Illinois, and traveled to Kenosha, Wisconsin, where his father lived. It was a volatile time in the Midwestern city of just under 100,000 population. Two days earlier, Jacob Blake, a 29-year-old black male armed with a knife, had been shot by Kenosha police seven times leaving him partially paralyzed. The police had responded to a domestic violence call. And the, the facts of that case have been previously addressed in another episode. Rittenhouse eventually was charged with homicide, attempted homicide and reckless endangerment. He shot and killed Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber, and wounded Gage Grosscross. There are many commentaries, there are many commentators on what has happened and certainly what has transpired during the, the course of the, the trial, formerly referred to as Wisconsin v. Rittenhouse 2021. A number of things, frankly, went wrong on the part of the, the prosecution, which ultimately resulted in finding Rittenhouse not guilty. The first degree homicide charge was legally, quote, an uphill battle, unquote, in the words of John Gross, an associate professor of law at the University of Wisconsin. Another point, having three protesters who interacted with Rittenhouse of dubious reputation was a hard sell for the prosecution to make. One, a convicted pedophile. Another, a habitual domestic abuser. And the third, with an expired license to carry a concealed firearm while carrying a loaded Glock pistol, that he first omitted from his police statement only to admit to having and pointing that firearm at Rittenhouse's head the night of August 25th. This information came out under cross-examination by the defense during the trial. The next point, having a defendant testify in their own defense is always a risk. In this case, it paid off. Rittenhouse was believable by the group that counted the group that mattered, not CNN or MSNBC, not The View. No, the group that counted was the jury. Those 12 people whose sole job was and is to determine the truth given the law and the facts. The next point, prosecutorial misconduct the underpinning for the declaration of a mistrial. What do I mean? Well, 
the assistant district attorney who was prosecuting the case, at one point attacked the defendant's constitutional Fifth Amendment protection not to testify to incriminate himself. For that, he was rebuked by the judge. The same day, there was an attempt by the assistant district attorney to introduce as evidence a video that the trial judge had already excluded. Then there was drone video that had not been shared with the defense that clearly showed the defendant being chased by Rosenbaum and others. The concept of self-defense is going to be another point that contributed to the not guilty verdict regarding Rittenhouse. All told, all of these elements were fundamentally the rationale, the reason for the jury to find him not guilty on all five counts. The case of Wisconsin v. Rittenhouse is going to be addressed in further detail, and there are going to be other elements that I want to touch upon, including why the, the jury probably should have been sequestered, and also uh, other issues regarding uh, the court security uh, during the, the course of the trial itself. That will be addressed in a future episode of Law with Mr. Lafayette. If you have not already done so, please subscribe or follow this podcast and listen to it on the platform of your choice.